Hello, everyone, and welcome on into another episode of Betting the High Line, your go-to destination for all the picks, parlays, plays, and analysis you could ever ask for around the beautiful game, powered by the Book It Sports Network. I'm Thomas Viola, joined as always by Taylor Wilson. Taylor, how are you doing today? Doing good, Tom. On my way to the tattoo parlor after the show, going to get the uh, Never Bet Everton tattoo. Probably a tramp stamp. I'm still open for suggestions as far as where I get it. Going to get that kind of, you know, that classic tattoo cursive, all caps, Never Bet Everton as they crush our parlay. Uh, As our listeners on the the mini pod, I'm sure, are well aware as that game was falling apart as the third of a three-team parlay earlier this week, live on the show. So uh, good, good job, Everton, as always. Hey, did I not tell you when we were here a week ago, this game is going to sink this parlay. We looked at it. We said, okay, Manchester City, they're going to win. Man United, they managed to pull it out. Then we had to sweat them for a little bit. But the instant we saw that schedule, saw that the Everton game was on the Monday, did I not tell you, oh, this is absolutely sinking us? Totally cold it. I wish there was a way to just say, hey, this is the parlay. We're taking the two Manchesters. And Everton goes ahead and it looks good and then it falls apart. If we could have bet that, oh, yeah. we'd be very rich people. Well, the only problem is that you, the, the odds you would get on that would be so astronomically <laughs> terrible because that's like a <laughs> minus 10,000 right there. It's a exactly. given fact that it's going to happen. Yeah. I uh, Well, you know, again, great for content. Happened right on the show. You know, here we are talking about Champions League plays and just yelling uh, about Everton as you're giving us the play-by-play from your second screen there. So good stuff uh, as far as the content, uh, less so for the wallet. Absolutely. And then even more pain for the wallet, but also great content for the show. Um, what happened to your boys last weekend? West Brom? West, you're going to go out in the Champions League and play a great 2-0 game against Porto. They, they clearly were looking ahead to that Champions League fixture, right? Absolutely, but I, I, it's a weird thing because both West Brom games this year, it doesn't matter if it was Frank Lampard earlier in the season, Thomas Tuchel now, both have been disasters. One was the 3-0 comeback that finished 3-3. This one, uh, Thiago Silva red card that implodes the entire game, and, and you end up conceding five goals, Tom. Five goals to, to West Brom. I wouldn't look. If it was a weird game, Chelsea gives up the red card, they lose 1-0 on a free goal, that's one thing. You give up five to West Brom, like I said, the, on the you, Champions the League most, mini pod. Yeah. The most amazing part of that is you gave up five goals when you had only given up two under Tuchel to this point well, in the season. And like, and like you said, that trend just continued. Chelsea going out against Porto in the Champions League quarterfinals acting like nothing happened, right? It's like it's like a, a strained relationship. One person cheats on the other and shows up for the next day like, oh, everything's fine, right? No, like Chelsea, Chelsea completely screws us over and then right back in the saddle uh, in midweek, which to be fair, I did say before that Champions League game, let's just throw out the West Brom game. So hopefully for Chelsea's point of view and for how we're betting them, that was a complete blip, but such a I- weird, weird game. I, I completely agree with you on that. Like that that game, we, we said it on the mini pod, just throw that one out because they were very, very clearly just looking ahead to the Champions League. They were not interested in that West Brom game. And yes, they dropped a lot of valuable points there for the race to the top four. But hey, you don't really need to make the top four if you go out and win the Champions hey. League. <laughs> I like the way you think, Tom. I like the way you think. Although you do bring up a good point. Um that top four race is is a real dogfight. I, you know, kind of backed myself into a corner as a Chelsea fan saying, hey, you know, it looks like more and more like it's going to be the two Manchesters and Chelsea 
and then one spot up for grabs. There might be more than one spot up for grabs. There's a lot of teams fighting for those places, Tom. And, uh, you know, I think as long as Chelsea continues to play well defensively, again, West Brom game aside, I still do think they're going to sneak into that top four. But a lot of teams in the mix. And, you know, we'll touch on some of them this week. But, like, you know, who knows with your Everton boys. As I said, my tattoo will prohibit me from betting them again. Uh, But West Ham's in that conversation. We have a huge game this weekend uh, with Spurs and Manchester United. So, Let's get into it. I mean, yeah, looking at that top table, I don't think it's going to be very good for Everton because they, they really needed some wins over their last couple fixtures that they just did not get. That, that Their schedule gets harder as the season wraps up. Yes, they have a game in hand, but games in hand are only useful if you can convert them into points and wins. And while a win would put them in the, t- in the, in the top six, it, it just doesn't really matter when they're not getting the wins. You're looking at... Tottenham, who's now hovering right outside there at six with 49 points. Chelsea's got 51, putting them at five. West Ham with 52. Could West Ham actually stay in the top four? It's not insane considering Leicester's injuries if we do think that the Leicester slide is going to continue, which they continue to put egg on our face with that uh, because they, they win some of these games that we think they have no business winning, which we'll get into that. That's a huge top four clash this weekend, Tom, with uh, – with West Ham and Leicester. But yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of teams that mix. Liverpool's been playing slightly better too. I know that they're they're the opposite of Chelsea. Their Champions League kind of put that out of the window. Uh, but in terms of their domestic form, slightly better than they were in that just putrid, you know, January, February stretch. So do I think Liverpool is going to finish in the top four? They wouldn't be one of my favorites, but I, I think they have to be considered in that conversation too. If we're, if we're saying that Spurs is in there, if we're saying that Everton is kind of in there, then Liverpool is in there as well. So... There's a lot yeah, of teams Liverpool, in the mix. I mean, Liverpool in seventh right now with 49 points. That's level with points with Spurs. Fighting fight it out. It's going to be a dogfight to the finish, and I'm excited to see that. But right now, let's get into it. Um, we're recording this show on a Friday today, so obviously Fulham versus Wolves will be over by the time you guys can listen to this. Um, we're going to skip that one, although I will say that we both like Fulham. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, guys. You're allergic <laughs> to that play, I guess. I am allergic to that play. Meanwhile, let's move on to the first game on the docket as the Red Hot Leeds United is going to take on Manchester City. Man City minus 345, Leeds eight and a half to one. The draw plus 480. Do we want to go on Leeds to go on a winning streak against the top four? Man, you do continue to see those amazing numbers uh, against City. Like, you know, uh, Leeds not a terrible team. You can get them eight and a half to one in a random Prem game. That's awesome, but no thank you. I, I think you have to continue to look at the sky blue side of things when Man City is playing. Before anything, I think it's worth noting that Leeds, you know, they are unilaterally focused on the EPL. City, of course, lots of more concerns, including the second leg of their Champions League uh, tie with Dortmund coming up this midweek. That first leg did not quite go as according to plan for them. You know, Dortmund gets the goal as we, by the way, predicted on the mini pod that they're not going to get shut out Dortmund. In fact, they did not, uh, you know, if that finished one, one, it would make things a lot more interesting. Of course, city ended up getting the second later to be in decent shape. I do think they're going to be focused a lot on that Dortmund game. So the trap game stuff, we saw it with Chelsea West Brom, maybe it happens here, but at the same time, Tom, I mean, City's won 27 of their last 28. It's it's an unbelievable stretch. 21 of those, Tom, by two or more goals. 21 of their last 28 by two or more goals. Um, Leeds, they've won back-to-back games. They played Fulham and Sheffield United in that stretch. I still think they're a fun team to tune into. 
you had mentioned the over, which actually I wasn't even looking at the total uh, when I when I kind of broke this down, Tom. I, I, I have City minus a goal and a half and Lang juice. It's not a play that I love, but based on all those stats, logically, it seems like it would come through. Maybe the over gives us a little bit more flexibility. What is that over three? What number are you looking at? Um, I, I mean, I think this is probably going to end up being a stay away game for me at the end. But if I was looking at the total, I really, I, the, the total is where I would lean on a play here. Um, it's trying to load up for me right now and we will get it. There we go. You can get, you can get three and a half goals at plus plus one twenty five, but I don't know. I just don't think the numbers are there in this game. That's, that's my problem. Like the, the value that we're getting is just not, it, it, it's, it's not quite where I'd like it to be, especially because this, this lead side, yeah, they put up five against, against Chelsea, but I, I mean, they're not doing that against Man City. I, I don't know. It, it they, could finish three, one. Yeah. It, it could finish three, one, which would help you out there. But I think that this Man City team is going to be a little bit tired. They're going to be rotating out some squad players uh, before this midweek Dortmund clash. I, I, I'm staying away from this one. Three ones possible, two ones possible, two nils possible. Leeds has been a, a, a tricky totals team in the last couple of months. They were a great, really fun totals team in the first like three months of the season when it was all about betting Leeds overs. Um, <clears throat> I, I think I am gonna I'm gonna try a, a city minus one and a half. I don't love the juice here. I just those numbers like 21 of 28 winning by two or more goals. I know the trap game stuff, and I I will fully admit that this is not a game that you have to bet by any means. But I think I probably will take City one and a half. Um, we'll see what happens. I just think that's the most logical move. Yeah, City one and a half probably makes a lot of sense here. I, I, think, I'd, I think I'd tell you on that if I was going to make a play on this one. But for the most part, I think I'm just going to stay away from it because, I mean, again, I, I don't know what City's focus really is on because they, they have the Premier League locked up and that Dortmund clash is going to be very, very important for them. So I, I'm worried about this being another Chelsea trap game situation, but not quite on the same level. I still think City wins the game, but obviously you're not getting any sort of price on the money line there. So the goal and a half might make some sense. Let's move on to the next game down. Liverpool versus Aston Villa. Liverpool minus 205 at home. Villa plus 540 and draw at plus 360. Um, this is another game I am completely staying away from because Liverpool, that is too high a price to be laying but this team suddenly looking like they found a little bit of form and then they went out and just were absolutely atrocious again in the champions league against real. Yep. Uh, I, this is, this is one where just the numbers, there's just not a, a good number to find. The prices are completely off. I didn't touch Villa last prem slate last weekend because there was still no Jack Grealish. I came on the show and I said, Hey, this is a wait for lineup game. Gotta see if Grealish is playing he was not, and so I just didn't touch that game. They ended up winning that anyway, though, 3-1, somewhat comfortably against Fulham. It had a little bit of the Fulham recipe where they played well and lost by two goals in that case. There's no Grealish again, and I don't think I'm going to be taking Villa until Grealish is back, and maybe even until I see a couple of games under his belt to know that he's fit and kind of back in Jack Grealish form. I believe the official prognosis, as I confirm it here, is, yes, out Jack Grealish for this game. So, therefore, I think you have to be looking at a Liverpool play. The problem is, Tom, the numbers just aren't there. The one that you circle is maybe Liverpool minus one if you're a minus one kind of guy. 
trying to get push protection there. You're still laying minus 127. That's a play. I don't even love it plus 127. I certainly don't love it at minus 127. So therefore, you have to just keep extending the spread. Minus one and a quarter, minus one and a half. Those are not the kind of moves that I want on Liverpool this season. No matter what kind of form they're in, they're in slightly better form. I don't want them right now on that. And I do think, you know, <clears throat> that Champions League series is not over yet. I, you know, I kind of think it is, but I don't, I doubt that Klopp is preaching that in the locker room. I'm sure that there's a lot of focus on that second leg in the Champions League for Liverpool. Um, so the combination of trap game and no good numbers and it's Liverpool in 2021, I'm good on this. I, I don't need any play. I, I'm the same way. I mean, if you, if you were really feeling it, you could say, Hey, they're going to be so focused on that champions league game. They're going to look over this one. But my problem with that is this team doesn't like to lose two games in a row. And yes, I know that they've had, they had that abysmal home stretch this season. That was their worst in something like a hundred years, but I, I don't see this game losing two teams in a row. So I'm with you on this one. We don't have to bet every game on the board. And this, this is a big stay away for me on a slate that really isn't all that great this week. As we move on to crystal palace versus Chelsea Ch- palace, six to one at home as the dog Chelsea minus minus one ninety on the road and the draw plus two Um, Chelsea, definitely not a team that's really going to be worrying about the Porto second leg. I don't think they, they are very much a, much classier side they're already looking to the next to the next champions league fixture against most likely real madrid i'm guessing but crystal palace they're gonna they're gonna need a bounce back after that abysmal abysmal west brom performance 190 is too much on the road for me what what are you doing in this game maybe the under well i i you know this is actually really important. We talked about that top four battle top. This is an important yeah. game for Chelsea to win. Uh, I think you're absolutely right that they're not going to be so, I mean, they are focused on that second leg, but not so much to the point that they can't win this. I think the Chelsea rotation is really going to pop up here. And, you know, keep in mind, there are guys coming back in for that second leg against Porto that did not start. Like N'Golo Conte is probably going to start that second leg. He wasn't able to start the first one. So there's all this kind of stuff with Chelsea constantly where they're able to rotate guys in and out. I, I think this will be a slightly rotated squad for this game, and I don't think it'll matter. Chelsea beat Palace 4-0 earlier this year, uh, still in the Lampard era at that point. That was a game that Jorginho scored two penalties in. It was a game also that I remember Jorginho took the ball off of Timo Werner and did not let Timo take the penalty. Very uh, <laughs> interesting. You know, It's always good to have controversy when you're winning a game 4-0. I think Chelsea can win this. I think they will win this. The problem then is what price do you take in the mat? Are you going on the spread? Like you you mentioned in under, you know, a, a Chelsea 2-0 win here is 100% in play. I'm looking at Chelsea minus a goal and a quarter, Tom. That's a play that I've liked a lot as far as getting kind of slight plus value here. When I looked at it last night, this number might have changed slightly, but plus 128 is the price that I got for Chelsea minus 1.25. And I just think Chelsea is much better than Palace and needs this game. It would be one thing if Chelsea was comfortably in second or third, you know, the nearest team behind them, eight points back. Yeah. I would probably say, don't touch this, right? You know, Chelsea second leg in the Champions League coming up. I, but I, I think especially coming off of the West Brom result and all of the stakes attached to this game, I think Chelsea wins it fairly comfortably. And, you know, if you wanted to extend it to one and a half, feel free. The question with Chelsea is always, can they get the second goal? I'm banking on them getting it with a little bit of push protection. Uh, so give me Chelsea minus 1.25. 
All right. I, I, I think I'd be in on that. I think I might go the full way to the minus one and a half, but I, I, I like the extra little bit of push protection you're getting on a team that really hasn't been blowing out even inferior opponents this season. They do like to win those games one nil, two nil, things like that. And I think we're going to see them go right back to form. Uh, again, throw out the West Brom game. The Chelsea that you saw against Porto is very much the Chelsea that actually exists and is the real Chelsea right now. I, 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 I'm going to say I like that one. Not as much as I like this play in the next game, though, because are we hopping back on the fade Newcastle train against Burnley, my friend? Burnley plus 133, Newcastle plus 240, and the draw plus 205. What are we thinking here, Bees? I mean, I, I think it's time to feel the burn. I, I feel the burn. Feel the burn, indeed. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I This feels like a draw to me. I, I It feels like – because Burnley <sighs> – you know, we, we all know the Burnley formula. It's muck it up, make it as ugly as possible. And I think they'll do that here. Certainly, look, if you can get plus value fading Newcastle, certainly, you know, with Newcastle on the road as well. I like all of that. I had circled under two and a quarter, but the books are kind of over the under stuff because you're laying minus 132 there on a very low number. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I'm willing to be kind of, persuaded on this one tom if you if you think that's not good juice for me if you if you have another like you know because under two and a half i think you're on the wrong side of minus 150 you're not going to do that i just am i am i am i crazy for thinking this could end in a draw or should i just am i overthinking it i should just get back on the fade newcastle trend I don't think that you're crazy at all for thinking that this one's a draw especially because burnley it's not like they're sitting very high up the table themselves in 15th um Newcastle needs this one, but they need all of them at this point because Fulham is Fulham is only three points back. And by the time this show airs, we'll know if they're actually level on points with Newcastle, who have been by and large the worst team in the league so far this season. Yeah, so three points from the drop for Newcastle right now. Burnley, I mean, <clears throat> these are still really important games for Burnley too. They're not completely safe either, but they are seven points from the drop, so they're in pretty good shape. Yeah. Um, and by the way, to clarify my statement there, Newcastle, as of late, because obviously Sheffield has oh. been just absolute buns all season. But they, they've been buns, but it's almost like when we talk about this, it's almost like keep them out of it. I mean, if you look like the Sheffield United team, like those are like championship and league one guys for the most part. Newcastle is a team that finished third in the Premier League multiple times in the 90s, has a ton of money as a club, 65,000 seat stadium, and they're about to get relegated. Uh, Again. So it's, it's, it's worth just continuing to hammer that point home. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to fade Newcastle. I might find some way to do it. I mean, immediately on this, I was like, oh, is there a Burnley spread number or something? But no, I mean, the books know that no one wants to bet Newcastle at this point. Um, by the way, third worst against the worst in expected goals this season. So just two, Jeez. you know, that, that's what I look at on the under stuff. But you're not getting a great under price. I, I think <clears throat> if you're an underconfident person on this, under 2.25 is the best number. And you have to be prepared to lay juice at minus 132. So that ends up being my play here. It gives me some flexibility on a 1-1 draw, on a 1-0 Burnley win. I don't think Newcastle wins this game. That's the only thing I'm confident about, Tom. So watch him do it. But I don't think Newcastle wins this. Now, something that we didn't think we would be saying at this point in the season when it began, but we have a top four clash with huge implications between West Ham and Leicester City coming up this weekend. West Ham plus 195, Leicester plus 140, the draw plus 240. I mean, I love that number on West Ham, but Leicester has been so tricky all year. I don't know if I can really bet against them in this spot. 
I'm going West Ham. I'm going West Ham, and I, I already know this is going to be a major sweat. Uh, I think this is a hard read. I think it's a hard read, and I'm going with with value more than anything. I think this West Ham team, Tom, is still undervalued constantly in the markets. I mean, we saw this last week with the <clears throat> with the Wolves game too. Now, granted, that ended up being more of a sweat than we thought. I texted you when it was three 0 and I was like, oh. Price was off. We're good. And then it promptly Wolves scored two and, and made it 3-2. And it was a bit of a sweat toward the end. But West Ham survived. You know, I, there have been a lot of these games, though, involving Leicester, where the opponent, it's like, oh, the value seems like a little bit out of whack. And Leicester takes care of business. So, look, I'm, I'm willing to hear any argument here. I just love that West Ham plus 200 price. Mikel Antonio still hurt. Uh, but that hasn't really mattered for them. It's been the Jesse Lingard resurgence yes. recently for them. He's been bowling out the Manchester United outcast, uh, has found a new home with uh, potentially also a Champions League team. So good for him. I'm going West Ham, although I, I this th- more than anything, this is a game I'm really excited about. These are the types of games, you know, we're going to talk about Spurs United in a, in, a, in a bit, and that's obviously hyped up. But this is why this league is great, Tom, <clears throat> because you have games like this, you know, non-traditional big four, big six, whatever you want to call it, teams going at it with huge implications in April, late in the season, going to be a very fun game, true six-pointer. And I just want some action, and I think West Ham, again, undervalued. Give me West Ham. Uh, first off, I think I'm going to be on the other side in this one. I think I'm going to take Leicester and say that it's a Jamie Vardy party. However, my favorite bet in this game is the over two and a half. It's minus 105. I don't see this game finishing without three goals in it. These teams, both teams are going to want this one. They're going to go out and play hard, I believe. A draw doesn't really do either one of them very well. West Ham would be at a great risk with only 53 points of being overtaken by Chelsea for that top four spot. Leicester, they've been sliding. They get to 57 points. They'd be feeling okay being still four points up on West Ham. But I I think both of these teams are going to be going out trying to score, trying to win this game. And I, I think Leicester might be able to do it. I think they're going to be able to save their save, save their Champions League hopes for next season by just doing enough to maybe stay in this top four spot here. I think Chelsea gets into the top four. I think it is going to be either Leicester or West Ham or maybe Tottenham that get that uh, that, that get that final spot. But I really like the over in this game more than anything. What's that price? Pretty much even money, minus one hundred five okay. DraftKings. Yeah, I, I'm backing you on that as well. I, I don't. This isn't going to be a one nil game. Um, I, 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 I do think it'll be open, particularly judging. I mean, some of these recent West Ham games. But I, I think either way, um, it'll be pretty open. So yeah, I might take both of those over two and a half and uh, and West Ham two to one. So let's ride. We're we're on opposite, completely opposite sides, Tom, which is increasingly rare these days. So that's good. I mean, I think that part of that is that I'm trying something new here. I'm trying, we've been zigging a lot together and it hasn't been working out. So I'm trying to zag. It's kind of, all right, we, we, we got to have some, we got to have some difference of thought here and I'm going to go differently on this game. As much as I love that value on West Ham, I, I just, I see Lester winning this one, especially after West Ham just, they went up by three goals and then just let off the gas and that was really concerning to me in a game that they should have been able to just handle very cleanly. Well, and, and, and Angelo Bana not playing here, really important center back for them. So that's another over factor, I think, uh, for sure. Indeed. 
Uh, one quick thing on Lester, <clears throat> Kalechi, I, I haven't conf- reconfirmed this. I like saw it in passing, but I'm 99% sure. Kalechi Anacho was Premier League Player of the Month uh, last month, which is absolutely insane. I mean, granted, it was a month with like not a lot of EPL action, a huge international break, a big FA Cup weekend, but he had a couple of games where he scored multiple goals, I guess, and their backup to Jamie Vardy actually stepped up. So I kind of wasn't even aware of the whole Yanacho uh, factor. So just, you know, we talk all the time about someone needing to take the goal-scoring pressure off of Jamie Vardy. It happened in the form of Kalechi Anacho. I don't think he'll start this game, so it's not really relevant for this, but just a side note. Yeah, and good for them because they needed to find someone who could help kind of stop that bleeding with Vardy being out for a little bit, and it looks like they did. And they might be able to do just enough here. We'll have to see as they fight for the top four. And another big fight that's coming up, Tottenham versus Man U. Tottenham plus 180, Manchester United plus 148, and the draw at plus 245. Where are you looking in this one? Because I would almost be tempted by Tottenham. So Harry Kane, um, this is not a hot take. Uh, I, I, you know, unbelievable player, probably going to be player of the year. You know, I, I was trying to beat the Jack Grealish for player of the year drum, but there are more and more of these Spurs games adding up where Kane is just kind of bailing them out of the muck. Keep in mind, they dropped points to Newcastle last weekend, Tom. I, they're almost not getting enough crap for that in a 2-2 draw. Um, also a game that they led 2-1 and uh, and completely pooped away at the end, which felt a lot more kind of like some of those earlier season games for Spurs where they were ahead in the second half for like five or six games in a row and like four of them ended in draws. Now, having said that, this game means a lot more to Tottenham than it means to Manchester United on one hand in terms of the stakes on another hand it is this revenge game after spurs beat united 6-1 earlier this year which was insane i don't really have a great read on the side i think you could make an argument either way i'm gonna try one of my vintage you know quote unquote big state game unders under 2.75 getting some three push protection laying minus 130 these bets have not been as good over the last month but I, to me, this is what the, the play that stands out for me. So I'm going to try it again. And, uh, you know, I like some of that three, the half push protection uh, I enjoy there. So under 2.75, you know, I, it does feel like Tottenham should win this. But at the same time, is Tottenham really going to sweep Man U on the season? I don't know. You know, United now in pretty solid shape as far as their Europa League game. Also Europa League happening on the Thursday. It's not like they need to fo- overly focus on what happens in that second leg. Um, and, you know, United not completely safe as far as the top four either. So big stakes for both sides. Um, you know, certainly value-wise, Tottenham's interesting as a home team, the way that Harry Kane is playing. But, uh, you know, Spurs being Spurs, I, I just – I rarely want to trust Spurs in spots like this. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take kind of the coward's way out and try an under. <laughs> I, I, I think I would have to do the same because I, I'm looking at the game and the more I look at these fixtures – the under seems like the under seems like the play here. I think both teams are going to be playing a little cagey. We all know how Mourinho loves to play that defensive Mourinho ball. Um, Man United for most of this season has been just rock solid away from Old Trafford. They're okay. unbeaten in their last five on the road uh, in their last five games on the road, but or, or in their last five in general. But four of those are draws. Um, 
uh, yes, their last five on the road. Meanwhile, Spurs at home, their last five all wins for them, but they were against some pretty pathetic sides. Dynamo Zagreb, not too bad. Crystal Palace, fairly bad. Burnley, terrible. Wolfsburger, a joke. And West Brom. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, there's, a, there's not a lot that you can glean from that information. I think the under is the play to make here. I don't really like to pick a winner in a game where I'm not really feeling confident one side or the other. Draw plus 245, just saying. Don't hate that at all. I could easily see this game ending in a draw. I think that, I mean, those top six, the the big six draws have been money makers for years. I think that that might be where I go in this game, actually. The rare draw. I'm making a note. I, I, neither of us are constantly looking for the draw and I I wasn't looking for it here, but just thinking about it, I did make a note. That might be a game time decision for me, but it's good value. Yeah, I, I think I think I'd say the same. I, I I think that's probably the value play in this one because I don't see either team winning this one. To be quite honest with you, Sheffield United versus Arsenal. Arsenal minus one seventy five. Sheffield plus five ten. The draw plus three hundred. I mean, we can continue on the fade Sheffield wagon here with Arsenal, and I'm really not hating a play on the Arsenal spread here as much as I hate to bet on this team. It is Sheffield. They are the cream of the crop when it comes to being complete garbage. They are, they are the chaff that gets separated from the wheat. And while Arsenal certainly might be a little bit of a chaffy side themselves, you can get Arsenal minus a half goal for minus 177, but you can get the minus the one and a half all the way at plus 175. And if you want them at minus one, you're not getting too bad of a price there. You're at even money. I like that Arsenal minus one, even money going deep in your agriculture analogy uh, bag there, Tom. I like it. Um, <laughs> I uh, look as much as I don't love betting Spurs. I really don't love betting Arsenal. So inconsistent. Now the other side of that is look, we talk about West Brom being the worst team in the league. We talk about uh, Newcastle being the worst team in the league, but actually literally the worst team in the league is Sheffield United. You know, I, yeah. we, we just ignore them because of how bad they are. They're almost just irrelevant. They're a, a guarantee to get relegated, et cetera, et cetera. One win in their last 10 in the, in the premier league. That actually impressed me that they had one in the last 10, you know, guys like Ollie McBurney and David McGoldrick as their starters uh, up top. These are League One caliber players. Forget championship. These are League One caliber players playing in the EPL, genuinely. <laughs> um, Arsenal, four games in a row and all comps without a win. They had a hilarious lull Arsenal moment in the Europa League, crapping away their advantage there in the first leg. Um, <clears throat> this fixture specifically, they won 2-1 earlier this year, Arsenal did, which is not overwhelmingly impressive for me. I, you know... <sighs> The spread, like what, what, what are the spread numbers here? Like, I, yes, that's where you have to look because I'm not laying. It's now at minus 175 uh, through DraftKings as far as the the straight up money line. Um, you know, here as I do, this is great podcasting. Looking up the live uh, I, I, the number. I, I'm, I'm telling you that, that those spread lines, I've got them in front of me too. You can get a really good payout on that, pl- on that minus one and a half. If you think Arsenal can win the game by two goals, which yeah. is very possible, but in this one in particular, because of the fact that it is Arsenal, I mean, that minus that minus one and a half goals is plus plus one seventy five. but minus one and even money. You only need a goal if Arsenal draws this game, that's a brutal, brutal beat. So at the very least, you should be pushing with 
minus one at even money. And I feel comfortable making a bet like that. Yeah. You're where, guaranteed the push. I, I think you're guaranteed yeah. the push there. I, I agree. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Somewhere, somewhere in there. I mean, look, one, one and a half, you're reversing the money line uh, value from minus 175 to plus 175, which I like. This does, I mean, I, I don't really know like what the arsenal, you know, I presumably the arsenal priority at this point is winning the Europa league. As far as Which they're left. not doing a good job in, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, you know. But how here's much the thing: I'm they... not betting this. I'm not betting this off of their priorities. I'm betting this off of the fact that this Sheffield. is this is Sheffield. This is a yeah. terrible team. Arsenal is a uh, Arsenal's a cluster, but they aren't they aren't Sheffield bad. Losing this game, drawing this game, would be just tantamount to the worst that Arsenal has put on this season. And I don't see it being that kind of rock bottom here. I think they're going to save that for the Europa league where they are going to make it look good for 90 minutes and collapse at the end. Just when you think that they're going to be able to pull it out. Right. So this, I see this game, you know, we always talk about, Oh, you don't have to bet everything. I kind of do see this as something you have to bet because of everything we just outlined because of how bad Sheffield is and because Arsenal really needs it. Um, yeah, I just don't know which number I'm taking yet. So you like the minus one. I'll, I'll figure something out. I, I maybe I'll even just, this is, this will be a hilarious play. I, as someone I, I who went from no touch. Yeah. 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 Uh, what, what about, I mean, I know you don't love these quarter numbers as much, but 1.25, um, you know, obviously screws over our, our Vegas friends who can't touch it. I, that might be where I go just as a classic cop out, uh, to not take either and, and to split the difference. I'm trying to find what the value is. It I like is, that a lot. it is plus 138. So that's a nice price. That might be where I go to get half of your money back. Because as we say, Tom, they're, they're, they're winning this by at least a goal. We don't know what it's going to be like, but they're winning it by a goal or more. So, I'm uh, treating it as that pushes a win factor. I'm considering you know? this. A, I'm considering this a Thomas Viola talk me into it. So just you've been warned if, <laughs> if things go south. Very fair. Brighton and Hove take on our favorite team, Brighton plus 128, Everton plus 230, the draw plus 225. Everton is the freaking dog in this game. That is just unbelievable against this Brighton side. And yet I have no desire to go anywhere near this one. Brighton is in 16th and they are favored at home against an eighth place team in the Premier League. Only Everton could possibly have something like this. I feel like... (laughs) I feel like you have to bet Everton at that price. You're getting more than two to one on a team that is fighting for a top four spot and has all of their players healthy right now. Most of their players healthy. Look, like I said at the start of the show, I'm getting the tattoo that reminds me not to bet Everton. This is one of those where it's like, you know, you you tell the family that you're clean. You tell your, your friends that you're clean and late at night, you're still trying to get the fix I kind of have to like secretly take Everton on this. The value is insane, Tom. These prices are completely out of whack. These, these prices make absolutely no sense. And I I will say like, you know, there are a couple of kind of conflicting rules. You shouldn't just bet on the price, right? You should bet based on, on the team that you think will win the game, but at the same time, but that's not true for a lot of, no, I know. And you have to be trying to find advantages in this, right? Like you have to be trying to find advantages that you're not, this is not an even to even, situation that's not how sports betting works and 
this number makes absolutely no sense. I'm actually so mad at the number, Tom. I'm furious at this number because I wanted nothing to do with this. You mentioned Bryden, 16th place. They're in like fifth or sixth in the XG stuff. So, you know, it continues to be that kind of season for them. Um, but what am I missing? Like, there has to be something in – like, so Everton, I know they've had some injuries. Um, I, I guess – No, you're not missing is, is anything. There, it's what, just like, Everton. <laughs> This team makes me want – it is the toaster in the bathtub <sighs> mentality. I'm going to tell you right now, you, you your analogy is completely correct. I'm going to layer an analogy on top of an analogy here. When when you say it's like you, you, you tell everyone you're clean, but then you know that come Monday – it's the <laughs> Monday game again. Let's put it in a parlay and take Brighton B. Put, put Everton in the parlay and then take Brighton because You know this is what's happening. It's the Monday game, and you know that Monday at 12.15, I am going to be sitting there drawing the bath and plugging in my toaster for another round of the Ever- the nightmare that is Everton. <laughs> so let's look at, th- look at it this way, though, also. <clears throat> the number is already set for their game with Tottenham next weekend, uh, which, I th- yeah, that is next weekend. Everton's plus 210 in that game. They are better. You're getting better value on Everton against Brighton than you are on Everton against Tottenham. Now we talk about this home away stuff. Right. Like, but this is another example of like the books overvaluing home and away. Yeah. Here in this no fans era. So Uh, especially because it's not like England is a very big country, right? It's you're not going through time zones. It's not the rigorous travel schedule that you have in America. Yeah. It's one thing in Europe. If you're going to Moscow, there, there's an argument there. If you had a game two days before and you're going to Eastern Europe, that's a little oh, yeah, different. That's a nightmare. But this is, you know, yeah, I have to take, we have to take Everton. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, don't, I really don't know what we to tell you. We have to. We have no choice, right? Yeah. I, uh, by the way, so, so just asking you, uh, someone who watches this team more than I do, James, mm-hmm. uh, back in the mix, um, He's is playing that. Well. He's good. Yeah. So, like, is that a, is that a big factor? Yes, that's a huge factor. Him him playing well drives this team. He had that goal against Palace in the dreaded game that we will not mention again, and it was a banger off the post. Like he he fit that one in there, and I have absolutely no idea how, but he is their best player when he is playing at his best, and I think that he is starting to get into that form again. Look, all, all roads point to us making another terrible mistake. So, uh, <clears throat> mistake. So, it's I love happening. it. Um, let's see here. Before we go to what will be one of the most watched games of the week and the biggest game of the week for sure, let's hit up the English Championship Division because you have a game in there that you like, and that is Norwich versus Darby County. Hit me with this. Let me pull up the odds right here as I get yet another spam phone call. Norwich. No, I'm all too well. So, by the way, Tom, I got one play before this. We do have one EPL match left. And it's funny that you say championship because we do. Did this I game, miss something? Yeah, West Brom. West, speaking of the baggies, West Brom, Southampton, which is, oh, which is yes, funny. Oh, yes, I did which miss. Is, which is funny that you bring up the word championship because that's going to be the quality of, of play in this game. Um, I do like Southampton, though. I, West Brom's not winning back-to-back games. First of all, second off, yes. Southampton's been playing better again. Okay, I, you know, yeah, not, Southampton's plus Southampton's plus one twelve. 
Yeah. And, and that's moved in the wrong way. Cause they were plus plus one twenty like a day ago, but still uh, anything plus I like Southampton here. Uh, I, I think yeah, Southampton's be a better team. Yeah. They're better than West Brom. Um, <clears throat> defensively, they still haven't fixed what was so good for them when they were third in the table in October, which sounds like it was later in the season than it was. Cause yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, <clears throat> my the, the the tickets have been ripped up that I have uh, involving Southampton for the season, but again they have been playing better. And when we talk about West Brom, one of the three worst teams in the league, I have no problem someone saying they're the worst team in the league. Again, we're not mentioning Sheffield United. Uh, I think plus is another case. This is not a price that you would get if Southampton were the home team in this. So I yeah. think this is another home and away out of whack. Give me Southampton plus one twelve. I like it. Darby County plus 380, Norwich minus 141, and the drop plus 270. That Norwich minus 141 price is pretty good. That's what I'm taking. You read my mind, Tom. Uh, I like them. Anything under, anything inside 150, minus 150. I, I like the Canaries at this point. They are far and away the most dominant team in this division. They will be back in the EPL next season. Um, you know, they're coming off of a 7 0 win against Huddersfield. They've played the bad teams in this league very well, oh, which man. Darby has turned into recently. Um, and it's 12 Rest in a in row. Peace, my Terriers. Yeah. Woof, woof. Uh, I, I, I have told you, I, I was at the EFL playoff final where Huddersfield went up. I don't know if I did know that. Holy cow. Yeah, I was at that game. It was, it was, it of course was versus Reading, nil, nil, all the way through goes to penalty kicks. And we were sitting right by the goal where they did the penalty kicks on the Huddersfield side. Oh my God. So yeah, we're, we're Huddersfield fans for life here. Wow. Well, RIP uh, Terriers, but that is, a, that is a very cool story. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, you know, the championship, as we say, like you can find some solid numbers. This is you're laying juice on this, of course, but I just, you know, the consistency that that Norwich has been winning games this season. Uh, they have. We, I talk about Sheffield United with League One caliber talent. Norwich has some 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 Premier League caliber guys that actually have the experience in that division. Timu Puki is banging goals once again. Also, was banging goals for Finland in the international break. I think they win this comfortably. Give me them inside minus 150. Darby also just one win in their last nine. They've been sliding. Yeah, they've been pretty darn terrible. And the championship is really a place where you can find some of those extra numbers. We should do more on that because they are, they're not as popularly bet, which means that the numbers aren't as tight as the Premier League is going to be. And there is really a lot of options when it comes to being able to find extra value in things like this Norwich minus 140 line that really maybe shouldn't quite be what it is because they're going up against a terrible team and they are very much better than a couple teams in the Premier League. Totally, totally. Now, let's move on. It is the biggest game of the weekend. It is El Clasico, Real Madrid versus Barcelona, and Real Madrid going to be a dog at home in this one, plus 188, Barcelona plus 125, and the draw plus 280. Barcelona feeling a little bit fresher now that they don't have the Champions League to worry about. Um, I, I I don't know. Can Messi do it again? Well, that would be the argument, right? It's like how fo- how focused they are on this. But <clears throat> the problem with that argument is, you know, first of all, Real's in pretty good shape in their Champions League time. I and mean, not to say that they're, they're going to ignore the second leg by any means. They have a lot more work to do. But like El Clasico is El Clasico. It doesn't matter. If, if, yeah. if, if they had the Champions League final in four days, Real – it, they would still prioritize this game right now. Like th- that's how yeah. important this is. People lose and get 
contract extensions because of this game. Uh, And so it's that important. Real uh, won earlier this year, 3-1. You know, this used to be a really reliable over game. As far as like the big stakes games go, this was a really fun over to bet. Less so recently, although that, you know, that game in the fall did hit the over. Um, Only one of the last four, this over three would hit, but I still kind of want to take it just for vibes. That's a complete gut level thing. I don't, I don't have, I don't have any feel on the side in this time. I I, I don't know. Like, do you, first of all, I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, I sure don't have any sort of idea. Um, I'm probably going to be staying away from this game personally. Both of these teams are in almost identical form right now. I honestly could see this end up being a draw, but that is absolutely no fun. Yeah. You have to have a side that you're rooting for in the Classico. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I uh, this I is may, like the I, I think I may just play it off the number and take Real. Um, you're getting plus 188 in a game that they could very much win. Uh, this, this Barca team, of course has been playing well. You still have Lionel Messi. And I think that they're playing better right now than Real, even though Real is still in the Champions League. Barcelona's kind of come back to form here. They sit one point off uh, off of the top spot. With, they're, they're reeling in Atletico right now. But a win here for Real Madrid would put them level with Atletico as well. Um, I'm like talking out my entire thought process for this game right now in just a constant stream of consciousness part of this podcast here. I'm torn between playing the messy and playing the number. Let's understand that. I mean, you look at, you look at the past fixtures, of course, um, October, it was three to one. Real Madrid's owned this game this season. Because you had October back in March last season, it was Real Madrid. And then in December of last year, it was a 0-0 draw. Then Barcelona had the, like going back, stretching it all the way to last season when Barcelona was actually better. And then you look at the form for these teams. There's not an L in sight. Barca's got five wins in their last five. Real Madrid's got three wins and two draws. Only one draw at home, four wins there. I mean, these teams are so evenly matched that I almost feel like you have to take Barcelona or you have to take Real Madrid just because that they're at home and the numbers out of whack. Numbers out of whack. La Liga has been tough this year because the bottom has completely fallen out. Has been terrible. Yeah. So a lot of these, like when you look at form, yeah, but like it's been even worse. Like when you look at the current, the recent form stuff, it's hard to to gauge. Now the Barca six one win over Sociedad. That's impressive. I think that's an impressive yeah. game to look at. Serginio Dest scored two goals in that, which, by the way, I am going to offer out. I'm going to tease out a play here, Tom. Oh, uh, are we betting on Serginio Dest? <laughs> Serginio Dest, uh, which I, I believe those were his first and and only two goals for Barcelona. I could be wrong there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Not Either bad, way, you're a wing back. Yeah, that works. Uh, Serginio Dest, Not even a wing back, just a back, full back. Yeah, Serginio Dest, first goal scorer, twenty four to one. Lock it up. Oh, I love it. All right, I'm in. You, you, you got me. The easiest way to get me to give my money to a sports book <laughs> is by betting on the Americans. That exactly. is, I am going to, I'm going to follow you on that all the time. And I, I don't know, man. I mean, the number says bet Real, but my heart says bet Barcelona. And I don't know which one to take. I'm going Serginio 24 to one. And I'm going over three, like minus 106. Those are my two plays. Ooh. 
I, I, I might honestly be, I, I don't know if I trend towards the under. Um, I think the logic would say more under. This is very much me wanting to bet the overtime. So, I mean, if you look at the recent series, like I think only one of the last five, I have to confirm this, one of the last six would have hit this over, but it was the most yeah. recent game. It was the most recent game. Yeah. Uh, and and both of these teams are kind of ge- gearing back into scoring a lot of goals. I mentioned that Sociedad game. I really want like a great Clasico that's wide open. Messi scores a brace. Desk gets a goal. You know, Real has crazy goals also. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I think the push protection on three is is acceptable. So I'm going to take the overside of that. Uh, and, uh, you know, as we know, the Serginio play is the more confident one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I guess I got to make a decision and I'm going to say bet. I, I'm going to say bet Real. I mean, the, 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 the number is too right there. These teams are basically even on form. I, I know that Messi is going to come in and sink me and that Barca at plus 125 is really not a terrible pick either. But, oh, it, it, it's tough. You're getting almost two to one on Real Madrid. I feel like you have to take that shot. I respect it. That would mean they would sweep Barcelona on the season. But that would be, yeah. you know, considering Barca's state of the of the club and everything, which Real State isn't much better, that might make sense. But uh, I, I, don't, I don't need a side in that. So good luck. Have fun. That's fair. All right, let's talk about our best bets here. We've been pretty abysmal. I'm 13, 19, and 1 for minus 6.09 units. Almost pretty nice there, though. Uh, what if, what, what's your record standing at? I know it's not much prettier. I am uh, 14 and 19, so we're basically in the same in the same neck of the woods. Minus four and change units. I mean, this has been a mess, uh, Tom, for the most part. But we're going to get back at it. I will say this. We don't do best bets in the Champions League stuff. We had a pretty good, I mean, I did. I think we, we did, we plays. did. We got to cut, Champions we gotta League cut. To, to, quote, to quote Ted Lasso, we got to take some scissors Heck because yeah. we got to cut yeah. ourselves some slack. Yes, sir. I love some Ted Lasso references. Uh, <clears throat> so maybe, yeah, maybe let's just only do Champions League. It was the complete opposite, like during the group stage for me, but. Um, yeah, but now, it, I mean, we, we hit we hit home runs on both of those games. I loved the PSG play. Guess who forgot to bet it? Oh my God, Tom! Plus two eighty. Self an alarm. Would have had plus two eighty. Missed it. I uh, so stupid. That's rough. <laughs> that's I'm a cotton headed ninny muggins. Yes, sir. <laughs> I was uh, I was happy with the plus half goal. That that did enough for me. But um, mm-hmm. and then Chelsea, you know, that I, was as Cam, that as Cam I, Newton's. As Cam Newton says, hindsight is fifty fifty. But uh, that felt good even in the moment. Uh, <laughs> That one, that, that, that was our lock of the week, that Chelsea game. Like, we, another, we knew that that one was coming in. Like Again, home away stuff. I know this is Europe, so there's a little bit more stake in it, but uh, home away numbers are just out of whack. It made no sense. I don't know if it – it wasn't it's, a West Brom reaction, by the way, because that number was – was you were getting a good Chelsea number even before the West Brom disaster. So I, Yeah. Don't know. But we, we, we were able to hit that. Uh, let's get back into best bets for this week. Um Speaking of, I you know I never like to put Chelsea in these, but I really do feel good about fading Palace in this. I faded Palace a lot this year, and I think Chelsea's right back in in going to be rattling off a lot of two nil wins. The question with them is is it a, is it going to be a one nil or a two nil? I think they get the clean sheet here, hoping they get that second goal, giving myself a little bit of push protection on Chelsea minus one point two five. I love the plus one twenty eight price here. I think that should be reversed. And it should be a minus price. I think that's another away price. It's a little bit out of whack. Chelsea needs this game. 
badly in the top four fight. Chelsea minus 1.25. Lock it up. Okay. I think I might have to follow you on that one because of the fact that Everton really did have a ton of chances against Crystal Palace. They just failed to finish them. I don't see Chelsea having that same failure but we will see if Crystal Palace continues to ruin our weeks. I'm going to go Leicester West Ham over two and a half goals minus 105. That is one of my favorite plays this weekend. All right. All right. I uh, am going to go to the game following that. Tottenham Manchester United. I don't like either side. As we said, the draw may be intriguing at plus 245. I don't think I've ever put a draw on my best bets. Not going to happen here either. I am, though, going to put under 2.75. Weighing minus 130, I get half of that push protection on a three-goal total. I think it'll be cagey. I think we're back to big, you know, quote-unquote, big stakes games, yielding unders. So give me under 2.75. I like where that number's at uh, in Tottenham, Manchester United. Arsenal, minus a goal, plus 102. Basically, even money versus Sheffield, who is the actual worst team in the league this season. So, yes, we are doing the thing we should not do. We are putting an Arsenal bet in the best bets. Arsenal minus one. Hmm. Has that happened before? Uh, an Arsenal what? best bet for either of us? I season? don't know. Because I don't think it's I know happened that for it's me. It's a terrible idea. That. Yeah, I mean, I've had like Arsenal games un- involving the under quite a few times. Uh, well, wait till you hear my next best bet, because you'll be, you'll be roasting me for that one a lot more. All right, well, well, we'll wait for that in a second. I'm going to go to West Brom, Southampton. Back on the fade West Brom train. Back on the Southampton train. I was so low on these guys not that long ago. I think their confidence is rising back up. Danny Ings finally finding the back of the net again. I don't love what the defense is showing, but look, West Brom, they got their goals out of the way. They ain't, they ain't sc- yeah. they scored five last week. They're not scoring this week. Southampton. They're not scoring this month. 112. Yeah, but not this, this year. Uh, Southampton plus 112. Love anything plus there. Give me the Saints. All right. I'm doing it. Everton plus 230. It's Brighton. You have to get the wins at some point, Toffees. You're you're more than two to one. If this bet comes through, I I mean, if I go perfect three and oh here, I'm almost back to even for the season on the best bets. I've actually been doing fairly well when it comes to my overall betting numbers. Um, I am currently, as it stands, I have to do the math, but I'm 29, 34, and 1 for around five units now on the season betting. Yeah, it's all all about money management. I mean, this would help your unit side uh, of things for sure. As you say, Everton got to win eventually. My counter to that is, do they? <laughs> I don't You're know. Right. I uh, I look. I, I've said it. I I am. I'm whispering it. I am betting this also. Uh, certainly not putting it in best bets. I just that number, man. They Vegas is, or you know all all the books are just like man. Take you you won't you won't take Everton here. We're giving you plus two thirty. You won't do it. And we're like, well, we have to. So <clears throat> good luck putting that in best bets, sir. That is. That is confident, and, uh, you know, sometimes we need a good unit play in the best bets, though. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm going with here. Last week, I had Manchester United minus 180 in my best bets for a record play. This time, I'm going with the unit play with Everton. Yeah, I, look, as I said, I'm with you. Um, we won't have a live reaction as we did last on the last Monday, although we might, actually. Uh, are we are we doing a, a Champions League pod? Is that, that is on the Monday, right, or am I wrong? It's on a Monday, but I don't think that the times are going to line up. It's not a 10 a.m. game. It's a noon uh, game. It's the later. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. 
<clears throat> you're right. So we won't have that. Whew. Good luck to both of us. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Do you have a final best bet here? Uh, that's three. That's three. I got Chelsea minus 1.25. I got under 2.75 in Tottenham Man U. And I got yep. Southampton plus 112. I was honestly surprised to see Norwich not on your best bets there. I thought about it, but, uh, you know, I wanted, I wanted a little bit of – I do a lot of minus stuff as well. So give me a little bit yeah. of unit help on the plus price there. But uh, you're killing me because I would have taken that as one of my best bets, but I feel like that's uh, that, that that's stealing it from you, which is not right because that is very much your play. So I, I'm still going to say that that's like an honorable mention. We both really like that game. We're not counting it against our best bets record because we've already got our three, but that might be my favorite play of the week. I will say this, Tom, a way to save uh, all of the best bets unit stuff for basically the next year would be to just throw that Gino Gino Des. play in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it for us here on the show today. You can catch me at TV at work on the Twitter and the Book It Sports app. Download the Book It Sports app today. You can catch Taylor on there. He's at ATLT Will with one L on Twitter. Just T Will on the Book It app. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know how your bets are going. And let us know if you like the show. We always appreciate the feedback. We want to know your bad beats, great bets, and what you're picking this weekend. Best of luck, everybody.